So we didn't talk about an anime last week. Okay. Do you want to take a guess on what anime we didn't talk about last week? We talked about, like, this season? or Last year. We talked about Heavenly Delusion. I I get we kind of skipped over Demon Slayer. That's not the one. One that we both watched. Yep. Pretty big one. Actually. Did we not talk about... No, we talked about Hell's Paradise. We didn't talk about Attack on Titan. Oh, I guess you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I sat there and I remembered... I remembered, like, Tuesday. I sat there and I went, we didn't talk about AOT. LMAO, that's what I put in my show notes. Oh, nice. And went, and I, it took me all week. I was like, I can't say anything to him because I want to just see if you remembered at any point. We did not talk about Attack on Titan and how it ended after, what, nine years, ten, ten years? 2013 to 2023. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big thing right. that happened in the anime world. Real quick before we get into Attack on Titan, this is Sakai and Sass, your new anime, manga, all things Japan podcast. I am your host, Ashley, and with me again this week is my guest co-host, Nick. Hello. So Attack on Titan. Yeah. What did you think about the ending? Uh, I didn't read the manga, so like, I really enjoyed it. I know that's like, you know, a lot of people hated the manga ending. But I didn't read it, so I kind of went into it blind. It was one of the few anime I've like never gotten spoiled on. Which is wild. With how long <laughs> they had this going and they stretched this out, I think it's insane that uh, you didn't get spoiled in some capacity. Yeah, I'll get like JJK spoiled in like a week. Yeah. I didn't get AOT spoiled in the like four years it took for season four to come out. I think part of it is because... The ending of the manga happened right around the when they wrapped up part one of season four. I think it was part two. Was it part? No, because part two was the rumbling opening. No, that's... Oh, you're right. So, yeah, part one was the, like, Nazi <laughs> World War Two motif opening. Yeah. And that was in spring of 2021. And that's... I think it was April of 2021 is when the manga... Yeah. Wrapped up. Yeah, you're right. You're right on the timeline there. And I know I'm right because I recall <laughs> everything. I recall watching, because I had just watched, I had binged Attack on Titan. And I started that in December of 2020. Because I told you to. You said I should, and then I started to watch it. I almost dropped it. I did not like the first half of the first season very much. I, Aaron was annoying. Armin was annoying. Mikasa, they were all very annoying characters. That I just did not vibe with, and I was ready to drop it. Yeah, but then halfway through season one, Levi gets introduced. And I went, you know what, you're carrying the show now. (laughs) (laughs) But, so I binged it. So I had seen it for the first time in its entirety, only a few months prior. And then season four started to release, and I started watching that. And then... I knew that the manga was ending, and so I binge read the manga so I could read the ending when it got published. Mm-hmm. And so I knew how it was ending. So it was one of those fun experiences where we're both watching these parts as MAPPA's releasing them. And I'm looking over, like, watching your reaction to things, and you would tell me your guesses on... Oh, I would have, like, theories running, and... And you'd be like, I think this is what's going to happen, and this and this, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, Yeah. Yeah, you keep thinking that. Yeah, I think uh, we'll talk on the part one ending spoilers, because that's already subbed and dubbed. All of it's dubbed. That's right. The dub for the part two just came out. It came out, yeah, the, like, January 4th or something, so it just came out a month ago. Yeah. Um. So, like, the part one with, like, the Hanji scene. Yeah. Because I was like, yo, Han- I think I thought Hanji was going to make it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then we saw what happened to her. Yeah, Hanji's one of my favorite characters from the show, which is so funny because I recently was listening to another podcast and they just shit all over Hanji. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) Out of all the female characters, Hanji, you're going to shit on her? Yeah, Sasha was more compelling. Uh Uh-huh. It's because she liked potatoes. Yeah, she liked me for real. (laughs) Yeah, okay. 
I know someone who was like, I'm not going to watch or read any of it because <laughs> Sasha died. God. And I went, oh my God, of all the characters. God, anyone who says Sasha was her their favorite AOT character didn't watch the show. There's so many good characters. She's a fun little character. I understand liking her, but to be like, that was the breaking point. That is why I am not watching the show. You know, not like Irvin dying, you know, she, something big. Sasha had like two really like standout moments that I'll always remember for her in the show. One is obviously like the her like stealing potatoes, whatever. That's right. how everyone knows her. But then there's also the like time where she saves that little girl in, uh, I want to say season three. I don't remember. But it might have been season two. It's been four years since I've watched the show. Uh, or like that part of the show. But she saves the little girl who in turn is the family that took in Gabi and Falco. Yeah. And then that leads to like a whole lot. But yeah, so that was the big thing. Like those are like her only like standout moments as a character. Even when she was like around, she wasn't important. Like, if you look at right. when they're trying to save Aaron in season three mm-hmm. from uh, Historia's dad. Right. I, I don't even remember her playing an integral part. Everyone else did. Yeah, I don't think she really ever did. No. So that's why it was always interesting. Like, I understand liking her as a character, as just like a character. But like I said, for that to be what drew the line, like, I'm not finishing this show because yeah. Sasha died... That was just kind of crazy to me. Yeah. I will say, mentioning people dying in that show, I wish more people did. Really? I, so many people survived at the end of Attack on Titan, where I sat there and kind of went, I wish more people died in that main group. You know, so many people like died earlier on, where I was like, you know, you could have killed one of the other characters that they, we, we came to love. You know, they got rid of Hanji. They did kind of death bait. Uh, spoilers for the part two. Connie and Jean. Yeah. Well, they did that with, like, everyone because you you had a point where they all said, oh, fuck, we're all about to be turned into Titans or whatever. So everyone's accepting that fate. Yeah, I was crying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you were watching me. I was crying. I was actually watching the show. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thought you were trying to get my reactions. Not at that point. Oh, okay. No, I kind of want your reactions when a character, like, dies, like Hanji, you know? I want to see how you feel that this one character is gone. I don't think I was too faced by that one. Yeah, she was one of my favorites in the show, so I think that's why I was very upset with it. Makes sense. But I think that was, like, my only complaint. I know a lot of people hated the manga ending, and they changed it just a little. They changed, from what I've seen in like videos comparing them they changed like two sentences yeah they changed when armin and aaron are talking like at the beach or in the ocean whatever that little like the flashback e scenes yeah yeah they changed that and people were still mad (laughs) whatever (laughs) i don't know i don't all the reception i saw is people were loved the anime ending i didn't see people hate the anime ending i did i did not Everyone I saw enjoyed the anime ending and were like, it fixed the problem with the manga. Well, because it did fix the problem within the manga, that scene. But just like overall, I think people kind of saw it as just a mid-ending. Like it wasn't this great grand ending that they were hoping to get from Attack on Titan, especially after waiting so long. And I think that's where they kind of dropped the ball was these long specials. Yeah. That And then they were spaced out so much that people kind of just forgot and were like, whatever. Yeah, one came out in March. One came out, I think it was March. Yeah, it was it was the first week of March because it was around my birthday. And then the other one was the first week of November. Yeah, so. But it did, I will say that last part did make me want to rewatch the entire show. I think the other issue was is I liked the animation with, through Wit more than I did with MAPPA. And so... It kind of started to lose me because I didn't like the animation as much in the season four, but not enough to not watch the show. Yeah, I didn't have that sentiment for a while. And then I sat there and I would get clips from like the older seasons Mm -hmm. on like TikTok or something. And I'd be like, man, this did look good. I like I like some of the character designs that like the changes that like went through with MAPPA. Like uh, I went to rewatch the beginning of AOT with a friend. 
and seeing like baby Reiner threw mm-hmm. me off. Yeah. Because like he doesn't look like that in season four. No. And like I don't, having not really read the manga, I don't know if that was like Mappa taking like kind of executive creative. Well, they also had a a time skip. So he was well, older, too. No, I know. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, looking at that, because I don't think it's a long time skip. It's, like, a couple months, I think. I don't think it's even a year. I don't I don't remember. I think it's only, like, three months of a time skip. Well, they all went through a huge transformation then. Every single one of them looked completely different at the beginning of season, season four. four. Yeah. I'm not saying that they all looked the same, but, like... But in three months, it's just a huge change and it could be that could be the case but yeah well that's what i'm saying like uh, having not like read the manga for that one i don't know if the reiner look that we got post time skip like season four uh he looks similar to how he does in the anime that's the thing is i didn't know if it was like because a big one i think no so the character designs were similar were the same it's more of they had these extra lines like, these extra detailings that weren't in the original with wit. No, I know. But and that's and so it has nothing to do with character design. It was the extra details that I didn't like in these characters, oh. where I was kind of like... Well, it was because it was so different from the original, or from the first three seasons, where I kind of went, eh, this seems like a huge change. And I understand, like, time-wise, like, what's happening in the show, it's much darker yeah. than it was like in that first season or whatever, so they're kind of maybe trying to convey that. I just I didn't really like it. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Attack on Titan? That's very good. <laughs> very good. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna jump over to some anime news that kind of came out this week. The first thing that I saw was the new Spy Family Switch game is getting a Western release in June. I have no idea what that Switch game is. I remember seeing them announce it. It, it's it's just, it's like a slice of life little, like, you play as Anya. Oh, I think I saw this at one of the directs. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and they, it came out in Japan in December, and June 28th is when it will be released here in the West. Okay. I have, we haven't watched this. I haven't watched it. I don't know pretty much anything about Spy Family, except know, that it's super popular. I know, like, three things about it. Like, I know all the character roles. Like, Lloyd's a, the dad, but he's a spy. Uh, the mom is your, but she's an assassin. And Anya's a telepathic kid. Okay, I didn't know any of that. Oh, yeah, I know that. And then Spoiling I know that. it for me? Yeah. And then I know uh, <laughs> Anya is, like, one of the people that everyone's, like, protected at all costs. Well, because she's a child. So? Yuji's a child, arguably. No, he's a teenager. Still a child. No. He's a teenager. By law, still a child. No, by law, a minor. <laughs> is Anya not a minor? She is a minor, but that's a different <laughs> category. It um, looks cute. I think if uh, we, I think if we watch the show, and I like the show, it's a game that I might be interested in. I love little slice of life, cozy games, yeah. and so it looked like something I would enjoy. Yeah. Hmm? You're coming at me with news. I don't have news. Oh, good. I have news because that's my job okay. as host of the podcast is to kind of keep up on some of this stuff. To jump over to games, to continue on. We didn't, we're not jumping. We're continuing on with games. Don't Google fucking anime news right now. We're in the middle of recording the podcast. Well, so what if I need anime news? You don't. I have the anime news. Okay. <laughs> If I wanted you to curate that, I would have told you to curate it. So unless something happened that you remember in your brain, you don't need to bring anything to the table. I don't think there's anything. Okay, well, I still have a list. Okay. So we talked about the Spy Family Switch game. Yep. I don't know if you know anything about this, but it launched January 31st, One Punch Man World. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about downloading it. It's a mobile game. It's mobile and PC. Yeah. Uh, set in the One Punch Man universe. I haven't looked too much into it, but I was thinking about playing it. Oh, do you know if it, is it like similar to that My Hero game that just came out? Or is it like something no, else? Like an it's, arena? It's, I think, more of a story-based game. Okay. Like a, like more of a beat-em-up like okay. game rather than the My Hero one being the Battle Royale. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, because that was all over my Crunchyroll this week was just this game. It was like launching today because I apparently was on Crunchyroll the day it was releasing and it kept the main banner was this game. And I was like, oh, okay, in case people didn't know. But yeah, I've been meaning to download it and play it. Yeah, One, One Punch Man is a another show that I have not seen nor do I have a lot of interest in. I heard the first season was really good, but then I heard they kind of lost it in the second season. So, I've read the manga. Um, I watched the first season. The first season's very good. Everything I heard about the second season was because it went to a different studio. The animation just didn't look as polished. Okay. Um, but uh, they followed the story, like, beat for beat, so. Okay. Uh, there's, like, no problem with the story. It was just, like, the animation took a little bit of, like, a down downward spiral. But season three is being done by MAPPA. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and based on where uh, season two should have ended, based on where I talked to someone who watched the show, oh, my God, does MAPPA have, like, a lot of work to do for season three? <laughs> oh, like, they, they're going to have a lot to animate? There's a lot of... The thing is, like, Yusuke Murata, the... Uh, man- the artist who does it, he's not the full mangaka. He just does the art. Okay. Um, Very detailed. Very good art. I've shown you, I think, a few panels. There are some, like, scary panels that, like, have a lot of detail that I think if MAPPA doesn't put enough detail in, people are going to be upset. Yeah. They just need to stop accepting shit. They have so much that they're doing, and then they're not paying their animators. And they're overworking their animators. And then they keep taking on these high-profile projects. Yeah. It's insane. I didn't know they were doing the third season. Yep. And then third in the video game news, the JJK game came out. Oh my god, does it not look fun? I haven't looked at it. I saw one TikTok, and I don't know if you sent it or another friend sent it, where the person was playing a Sukuna and then opened a domain on a baby. I I was like, what is happening in this game right now? I don't understand. And I haven't looked too much into the game. I might buy it if it goes on super discount just to own the JJK game. But yeah, that's everything I hear is the game looks awful. It plays awful. Like it's stupid or all these things. And I guess that's what the sentiment was in Japan. But now that it has released in the U.S., now on the western side people are like this game sucks so it's a 2v2 like brawler okay um so you choose from the cast of characters and they all have like certain advantages disadvantages whatever yeah and play styles from the video i saw one team won by completely knocking out the health bar of the enemy team twice okay so each player lost their entire health bar twice okay but there was like nothing in the UI to signify that they were winning. Um, Okay. I was like, I knew they were winning because only one of the guys got knocked out. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't know how to win. Um, the, The menu UI is really bad. I think it's just like scenes from the anime with the like play this, like the play settings, whatever. Okay. And it just doesn't look great. Interesting. Uh, Bandai Namco did not put a lot into this one. Well, they're having issues just in general with their games. Because I told you I had gotten an email and they were like, Hey, buy the collector's, big collector's edition of Naruto Storm Connections. Get $20 off and free shipping. Like, they have overstock where they're trying to get rid of it now. They're doing an anime sale with all their anime games. Yeah, I just got an email about that. Uh, I was going to look into it. Um, to see what games I could get on sale. They only have, like, so I got the email. The email I got has, like, a timeline where, like, three games have a discount, and now you have to wait until the middle of February to see what the other three big discounts are. Yeah, so right now on their sale, they have, like, Taiko no Taijin. Which I saw that, and I was considering it because I've always wanted to get that drum. Yeah. I freaking love that game. You can get 10% off plus free gift with drum purchase. The pin set's like on sale. Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, you can save $20 and get free shipping until February 8th. And they're doing a figurine sale until the 12th. Tomorrow, more sales will unlock. I don't know if they'll send out another email or not. They probably will, or they should if they understand marketing. 
Uh, they've got, like, other things on sale that they're not even talking about, like Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, plus a new Power Awakens set is on sale. The One Piece Odyssey Limited Edition bundle's on sale. The Dragon Ball The Breakers Limited Edition bundle's on sale. I don't think these are that limited edition. I think Bandai Namco just doesn't stop making their collector's editions. Uh, maybe. Uh, Tales and Symphonia is apparently on sale. Oh my god, so many things are on sale. Like All two... the Tales games look like it. Yeah, Code Vein's on sale. Ooh, that's a pretty good price. Did you want Survive, which you were lo- thinking I about already getting... have it. You I already got have it. it. It was on sale for like $12 on a, one of those sites, like Fanatical or something like that. So I just yoinked it. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah, it's $15 from uh, Bandai. Yeah, it was on that or it was like GOG or something. It was one of those sites yeah. and they were like big winter sale and i was like oh what's on it and it was like digimon survive i was like hey i wanted that game and it was like 12 dollars. i was like sold <laughs> so i do have it though yeah okay which made me kind of think about just games in general because people are complaining they're like we need a good anime game that's not a fighter or arena type of game well do i have the game for them <laughs> what my hero ultra rumble it's so good. But that's a fighting, isn't it? It's a battle royale. That's what people don't... Are like, can we so, get an anime game that's not a battle royale, an arena? Well, it's the first, like, battle royale anime game, but... But, but kind of fighting. Mm, you know, people... Sort of? Wa- you're fighting. Well, yeah. Are you what, do you... what do you do? Do you stand there? Well, no, but a fighting game, by definition, is different. Okay, but it's not you're, your you're, you're fighting another person. You're battling another person. Okay, well, so, battle is fighting. Well, so the problem with that... Is because of Naruto. Right. Because of that the storm That and Dragon games. Ball. Yeah. Um, and so people are saying, hey, when can we get a good anime game? And which I've discussed this before. We had a anime games. I just, I don't think they ever took off. Full Metal Alchemist had two PS2 games. Inuyasha had PlayStation 2 games where it was more, where it was like, it was an RPG essentially yeah. is what those were. I want them to do that. I want them. That would be so fun. I've been talking and I haven't, I've said this and I don't know why this hasn't happened, but Sailor Moon, a Sailor Moon game would be so fun. I had a Sailor Moon game on the PC, but it was just this little like activity center where you went to different little parts Mm. on this moon and you did little activities. Like one was like a dress up. One was like a find. It was the, the, the cat ball that Chibi uh, Usa holds. And just, like, those little things, after you did all of them, you got this, like, special little, like, cutscene. You could finish the game in, like, 30 minutes. Yeah. But it was a PC game from the 90s, so that makes sense. But we had those, I feel like, early 2000s, because I'm, like I said, I played this Inuyasha game. I have the Full Metal Alchemists, and I'm like, but people, I guess, aren't buying them or else they would make them. Yeah, I don't think they were just super popular. And then when Naruto Ninja Storm came out, everyone loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because a big thing about anime people is, and you and I don't really do this ever. We've never really done it. Power scaling. Oh, yeah. And the idea of, like, who would win in a fight? And it's, like, the closest you can get is the games. Mm-hmm. And, like, well, at the same time, obviously, skill differences matter. But if you set two computers up against each other that were at the same skill level, it's, like, the closest you could get to a what if shisui had to fight the third hokage you just fucking pulled out two names or well the hokage but a person who has not watched naruto is gonna go who the fuck yeah watch naruto find out who shisui is yes watch the 750 episodes cut out the filler you're down to like 300 no you're not it's probably closer to 500 Maybe maybe a little under, but not 300. It's probably like 3 to 350. I don't know about that. You cut out so... You cut out like almost 100... I think it's like 80 episodes out of part one Naruto alone. Yeah, part one is only 250 episodes. Yeah, so you cut out 80 of that. Okay. And then you're cutting out like at least 100, if not 200 out of Shippuden. Okay, that's still... So if you said 280... Out of 750, you you do math better than I do. What is 750 minus 280? Because it's not 300. <laughs> Let's go to the Naruto filler list. 
Why don't you just say how many canon episodes of Naruto are there? Instead of trying to do the math off of looking at the filler list. So, in Naruto, part one Naruto, you only need to watch 130 episodes. Okay, so that's 120 that you can skip. So, that's already that. Let's see, because I have to specify Shippuden. There's approximately 301 canon episodes in Shippuden out of the 500. Okay, cool. So, you have to watch, what is it? Skip part one. You really don't need it. But part one's fun. What do you mean, skip part one? Yes, skip the show that gives you the building blocks to understand what the fuck is happening in Shippuden. Skip it. You don't need to know. Dive in head first. Go blind. Balls deep. Here's all you need to know. Chakra is basically magic. Who the fuck's Orochimaru? Don't worry. Don't worry. Doesn't matter. Why is everyone crying about Sasuke? Don't worry. He used to be friends with... You'll get enough of part one Naruto <laughs> through the flashbacks through Shippuden to get the context. You will get... What, what an awful take. <laughs> Such a bad take. You... I am not inviting you on this fucking <laughs> podcast anymore. We're two episodes in and you're telling people not to fucking watch Naruto. <laughs> I'm saying not to watch part one. Yeah, which is Naruto. I didn't say not to watch Naruto Shippuden. I would like a... RPG styled anime game. That's all I was trying to get at over here. <laughs> I got one for you. What? One Piece Odyssey. I don't want to play a One Piece game. I want an anime it's game. A turn-based RPG with its own story. With characters I like. You never I, you never specified that part. Who knows? You might like One Piece characters. You haven't given it a try yet. I haven't because I don't like the art style. Okay. And about- when it comes to watching an animated television show, liking the art style is kind of important. I have a counter Live action Netflix series. But that's not the entire show. No, but it's supposed to cover roughly the first 70 episodes. Okay. And what do I do after that? Twiddle my thumbs? Wait for a season two? Uh, wait for season two or wait for the wit reanimation. I was waiting for the wit reanimation anyways. Or you just jump into Naruto. Or not Naruto. One Piece. Sorry. So like, yeah, you know what? Fuck One Piece. I'm going to go rewatch Naruto. Just uh, go Which back. I'm already doing. I am already rewatching you, Naruto. You uh, just go back and start uh, One Piece from the Grand Line, which is like episode 80 something after some filler. I'm going to choose not to do that. Why not? Because I'm not watching over a thousand episodes of an anime that I'm not into. Why not? Because I have a backlog of a thousand other animes that I'd rather watch than One Piece. You don't know that you're not into One Piece yet. I do know that. I have sat in the room with you watching One Piece before. You sat I've... through like one episode. More than that, because sometimes you're finishing up an episode and I go, no, it's fine. Finish it up. I'll just sit here. And then I watch the episode and I go, this is fucking annoying. You don't have the context. You you sat down. The most that you sat through was an episode in the East Blue or yeah, the East Blue Saga, which is the first like seventy episodes, which was when it's its worst, in my opinion. No, and you were in the hundreds by that point. No, because you sat through Kuro, who was the cat dude. That was like almost a full episode that you sat through. That was like episode like twenty. Yeah, I've sat next to you finishing episodes more than once. Yeah, but you'd be there for like the last like five minutes. And I'd still watch it. An episode's only 20 minutes long. Yeah. Five minutes is a fourth of this episode. And if it's not pulling me in, then I'm not interested. But you don't have the context. The point of, like, One Piece is the journey. I don't care about their journey. The That's point nice. is, like, Get the on your boat building. and sail the fuck away. It's the world building <laughs> and the journey. I, I'm not... You're not going to convince me to watch this show. You haven't convinced me to start My Hero. You're not convincing me to watch fucking One Piece. Yeah, because every time I'm like, let's start My Hero because season seven's coming out. And that could be something that we could talk about for this podcast in a couple months. You go, no. No, I don't think I will. No. That's all you do. I don't think I will. It doesn't intrigue me. It's a bunch of superhero crap. It's such a good show. I'm sure it's good for the people that are interested in that. I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm just saying it's a genre that I'm not necessarily going to pick up before everything else. Just pick it up. No. Not before everything else. Just pick it up with everything else. I'm already watching like eight shows. What's a nine? Make it ten. Add one piece in there. No. Fuck one piece. (laughs) The more you try to convince me, the more I'm just going to be like, nah. Nah, Uh, no thanks. Forget that. 
I enjoy One Piece. I am... Because that, that's the type of genre you watch in general. And that's the thing is, that's not the genre I gravitate towards. Not saying I don't like shonen anime, because obviously I love Naruto. I love JJK. I like Chainsaw Man. So I do like those, but I don't go and sit, I'm going to watch all of them because I, that's the genre I go towards. I watch that, but I watch, you know, Slice of Life, Mysteries, Romance. I watch so many different genres, but I would put those genres above watching a shonen anime. Shonens are so fun. They are fun, but I'm not going to sit and watch every single popular one because it's popular and people like it. I'm sure people like it because that's the type of genre they like. But it's not the genre I want to sit and spend all my time watching. Look, it's only a, a, over 1,100 episodes. Only 1,100. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get you to watch Inuyasha with me. No, it's old. It's not even old. It came out in the early 2000s. It came out around the time Naruto came out. Did it? Yeah. I thought it was a 90s anime. No, it's not a 90s anime. Oh. It looks like a 90s anime. You look like a goddamn 90s anime with your stupid ass haircut. Shut the fuck up. I was born in the 90s. They can't see my haircut. We don't do video for this podcast yet. <laughs> it does not look that old. What the fuck did you do to your hair? I brushed. I ran my hand through my hair. I do that a lot. It's just standing up. You live with me. You, you know I do so this. so fucking goofy right now. All right. If they made a JRPG off of an anime what would you want it to be so there's but you know here's the things you don't like a lot of rpgs so here here's the thing i wouldn't like a turn-based jrpg right um i would prefer something more like kingdom hearts uh final fantasy 7 remake i've got the game for you you can play persona 5 strikers yeah it was a hack and slash that's yeah that, that, that was the one thing is Persona 5 had a whole bunch of, um, you know, Tacticas, Strikers, and each of them straight away from the turn-based RPG fighting style. Question for this question. Oh, okay. Because this will determine it. Are you playing a set character in the show, or do you have your own player character? That's up to you. Okay. So... I don't know why I asked that, because bo- both of my answers were if you could make your own player character. Uh, I think One Punch Man and My Hero would work really well. Okay. Um, so the idea for My Hero is you would just kind of get like a random roll of a quirk. Okay. And then, it's funny, because as a game design person, I can think about this in different ways. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously you have proficiencies in that, as well as your just physical strengths. Yeah. Um, and there's a wide cast of characters, both hero and villain, to kind of give you that path to do either. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot for that. Um, for One Punch Man, um, it's very funny because no matter how strong you make your character, you won't be that guy. Right. At the end of the day. You're not, you're not Saitama. You're not that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that'd just be really funny. Yeah. Just to, like, still want to strive to be the best. Uh, but you can never be the best. Yeah. Okay. So, what about you? I think I have a few. Okay. Because I have been saying for years I want an RPG-styled Sailor Moon game. I think that'd be really fun. If it was, like, almost in the sense of, like, persona in a way, where it's like, yeah, you, you go and you fight the evil, but then you still have to be, like, that schoolgirl okay. kind of thing, where you're like, okay, get good grades, yeah, do that kind of thing. And then, but then also you have to go power up, you have to better yourself. I think you'd play as Usagi, you'd play as Sailor Moon in that that scenario. I would love for them to, like, redo the Inuyasha game that's, like, I hold dear to my heart from the PlayStation 2. That we don't have anymore. I don't know where the fuck it went. I'm so upset that it's gone. We still need to double check one of our closets to look for it. But I really loved that game. Because you basically chose male or female. And it was always so funny because if you like you played as like the female and then after you did a, a quest, essentially, they're like, okay, you get a day off. Choose someone you want to hang out with. And anytime if you chose Moroku or Inuyasha, Sango or Kagome would be like, eh. oh, you're going to hang out with them? Like, because of the like love interest aspect of it all. And I always thought that was like so funny that they like put in that like jealousy that like, Kagome is upset that you're hanging out with Inuyasha. 
or Sango's upset that you're hanging out with Moroku. I think that would be fun. I guess with like more of like the modern anime, I'm not sure. I just like, I like the going back to the old, like the nostalgic animes that I have. Like, I think Full Metal Alchemist revamping those games would be fun. Yeah. Anytime you have like a power element. I would love an RPG based Naruto game. That would be fun. But I guess like. There's a couple of fan games. Fan games? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are, like, people who, like, work on that. I see it on TikTok every once in a while. Yeah. But I just think that they should really tap into this, like, JRPG type of game for, like, some of the popular manga and anime. I think that would be fun. I think it's just too easy for an arena brawler. Yeah. Um, well, especially if it's a shonen because... The Storm games have yeah. been doing it for... I want to say over 10 years at this point. Definitely over 10 years. Because Storm 3 was coming out in like the late 2010s. Yeah. Or not late, early 2010s. And that was the third game. And there's multiple battle, like, or arena battle games from Naruto that were before Storm. Mm-hmm. Like, I played one on the Nintendo Wii. Uh, and I remember going Curse Mark Sasuke and it was sick. <laughs> The jumping away from video games, we do have two, well, I guess kind of three movie news, or movie, anime, seasons, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, they announced the next My Hero movie release in Japan. My Hero Academia, the movie, Your Next. Yeah. Releases August 2nd in Japan. Oh, they gave it a date? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know they had announced it at Jump Fest. Yeah, no, they announced it this week that it's releasing August 2nd in Japan. Okay. Yeah, I because when they announced season seven, they also announced a movie was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth movie. I've seen the first one. Still need to watch two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I thought you were able to like get it off of Hulu or something. Only the first one. Oh. It it was like the first one, and then I don't think the third one was on there. Or well, the second one for sure wasn't. Okay. I like I couldn't find the second one anywhere. Unless, like, I bought a DVD of it. And I'm like, okay. I don't want to buy a DVD just to watch it probably once. Mm-hmm. And then the third movie, I think, was also there. But I was like, I don't want to watch the second one. So I couldn't do that. Okay. Yeah. And then the other big anime news. We don't watch this, but I'm just going to share it anyways. Mushoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, Season 2, Core 2, is set to premiere in... April 7th. Okay. I know we don't watch that, but... Yeah, didn't really care for it. I'm not big on isekais, and I know you aren't. No, that's like the one I don't watch is isekais. I can't get into the idea of that. Which sucks because when I want to read fan fiction, the majority of fan fiction is someone's being isekai'd into like that world. world, And I just get so mad and I close the tab and I'm like, can we not do this? But (laughs) some people are fine with it. So that's, that's, that's what they're into. But I just wanted to share that news. And that's pretty much all of the like news for the week that I found necessary to share. There's obviously more news. They've announced animes coming out and everything but i hadn't heard of them and so i'm not going to go over every single anime announcement for this year because that's a lot (laughs) nobody told me to look for news so i didn't prepare any because you're not the host you're the guest and you're just going to talk about the news with me okay i look for the news unless you like i said unless you know you saw something and you go oh yeah hey this i don't think we need you and i grabbing a list but if you want to in the future, you can start doing that. Yeah, I don't think there was anything that stood out to me this week. Um, so we can talk about the anime we watched. Yeah. You started Mashal. I did. I started and caught up, except for yesterday's episode. We're filming this on Sunday. So I've watched the f- all of season one and the first four episodes of season two. Um. Oh my god, it is very funny. I think it's... Arguably probably one of the funniest shows I've gone into in a while. It's made me genuinely laugh. The power system is very intriguing. Um, I didn't think it would be as in-depth as it was, but it's very cool. Basically, like, everyone has the marks. Mm -hmm. So whenever you see Mash, the dude with the bowl cut, 
He has yeah. that line under his eye. Um, so one line is supposed to signify that they have magic, or like that they have X amount of power. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people that are born with two lines, and they're supposed to be even stronger, or have the like higher ceiling to become stronger. Okay. Um, and recently, we've kind of like touched upon the idea of people having a third line. Um, it's a very like because they see magic as like a gift from God. Okay. And they view like uh, people who don't have magic as like not wanted by God. So that's why they separate them. And that's like what leads to the development of the plot. The people with three lines are supposed to be those chosen by God. Okay. Because, yeah, the whole like premise is MASH was born without magic. Mm-hmm. So he's, sol- he's trying to become what is called the divine visionary. Which is basically, like, at the, not Hogwarts, there's one student picked every year from, like, the top students to basically join the Bureau of Magic, which is the government, Mm -hmm. uh, as a representative. And they're basically, the Divine Visionary scene is, like, God's chosen one. Okay. So, this, like, dude kind of gives him a proposition. He's like, either, and this is, I think, towards the end of the first episode. It's either the first or second one. He goes, I'll give you a proposition. We could either hunt you and your family down until you die, or if you become Divine Visionary and I back you, and I also get the fame and wealth of what Mm -hmm. happens, we're all good. But it's kind of, like, unprecedented for someone who doesn't have magic to be the God's chosen one. Okay. Um, so, like, everyone's trying to go against him. Towards the end of the first season, you're introduced to, like, I can only assume the big bad of the show. Okay. I haven't read the manga yet, so I don't know if they're, like, the big bad of the entire series. Yeah. But, uh, like, they have a stake in it now, and they keep getting brought up. Um, but, yeah, it's very good. The second opening's really good. Yeah, love it. Never skip it. It's funny because I'm getting so many TikToks Same. with people doing the, the, the dance. dance. But what is blowing my mind, what's cracking me up, is I'm getting people in Japan, but like this class in Japan doing a whole, like this entire class is just doing the dance. Oh, like the one that we sent each other yesterday, accidentally? No, this is a different Japanese class. Oh. Like this is, you could, they're in Japan. And I was just like, these, these students just... It's a we're good song. all in. It's so good. And we're like, yes, we'll all do the dance, the teacher included. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, no, I saw that TikTok. I know what you're talking about. Okay, because this person does it with their class multiple times. Oh, uh, yeah. That's so, the like, thing is, I liked the one, and then when I scrolled two videos later, it was the same exact account with their entire class doing it somewhere else. Yeah, it's like the one student stands up in the class, starts doing it, then everyone in the class starts doing it, then the teacher goes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because I sat there and I was like, oh, this is just like an anime. Who am I supposed to look at? Oh, the one student that's not wearing the fucking uniform. <laughs> like, yep. it just cracked me up. Um, but yeah, that's all I know about it is that. It's a good song, and everyone is dancing in. Yeah, it's a no. It's very funny. They have like a an off-brand Quidditch, mm-hmm. and like the whole thing is Mash can't fly. Yeah, because he doesn't have magic. Okay. So he jumps really high on the broomstick mm-hmm. and kicks his legs to keep himself afloat. Yeah. And then to score, they don't have like a golden snitch, so it's. I'd hope not. So it's just by throwing the ball through the gate. Okay. He throws it with enough backspin that he keeps catching it. Mm-hmm. Because he has just muscles. Yeah. Also, they talk about cream puffs a lot, and I want a cream puff. Cream puffs are so freaking good. It's like his favorite food. I, but the thing is, is you can only get it, well, you can, you can get them anywhere, but the best cream puff is up in Wisconsin, when we would go to the Wisconsin State Fair, they had mm-hmm. the cream puff factory there, and you'd watch them making it and everything, and they were just fresh and so freaking good. And I haven't had a cream puff as good as that. I'm going to trust you to make me a cream puff. I have to fucking make the cream puff now? I just said the best cream puff I've ever had is in Wisconsin. I'm going to tell you right now, I've never had a cream puff. You've never had a cream puff? Never had a cream puff. Oh, they're so This is why I'm good. expecting you to make I it. I think... <laughs> 
I'd rather, I'd rather you can find them in like the frozen section and the dessert section and the grocery stores. I'd rather just go find a fucking bin of them and get them there. Okay. Besides me, because you have to make like a certain type of dough. It has to be like a not puff pastry, but a, a type of uh, shoe pastry, and then it has to you have to bake it correctly so it's hollowed out so that you can put the cream. It's it's kind of a hassle, and I don't know if I want to. Okay. Do that right now. I'm going to. I I realized again during the week that I didn't talk about another anime I watched in 2023 that I really loved. It's been greenlit for a season two. They announced it at the end of the season, which was Ron Kamonohashi's Forbidden Deductions. It was so fun. It was like a little mystery, mystery of the week, but it had this overarching story and it was like this comedy. Basically, this guy is forbidden from making, like, doing detective work. And oh, he... It meets this other guy who does the detec- does the does the detective work. detective. My brain was like deductions deductions. Don't worry, I got you. So this uh, he works with this other guy who does the detective work, but he does it so that no one knows he's the one doing it and everything. Was was this the one you were watching on vacation when we went on vacation recently? Yeah. Okay, I was like I couldn't remember the name of that show, but mm-hmm. the way you were describing it, I was like I think this is the one. Yeah, you but I didn't. Up. Yeah, and I didn't. I forgot to mention it last week, but I made a note to talk about it this week because it was very fun. Yeah, I wasn't sure what to expect. I just saw Roan's like uh, character design in like a still on Twitter and was like, "Ooh, who's this character?" Because of course, dark hair, mysterious looking guy. I needed to watch the show to figure it out, and yeah. was like, "Oh, this is it's goofy fun," but the anime, yeah, just a little. Uh, mystery of the week comedy fun but they're really like they're diving into his backstory and i think that's what the second season's really going to look more into they've you know they've introduced some characters where you're like what so i'm excited okay i did watch delusional monthly magazine i only watched the first episode i barely watched the first episode and then i stopped because it's not good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even gonna... I'm watching so much anime this season, plus trying to watch some stuff on the backlog, that if I'm not fully interested in this, I'm not watching it. So I I know last week I said I was going to watch it. I watched the first episode and stopped. It's not very good. Yeah. For me. To me. And then I did start A Sign of Affection, and I am absolutely in love with it. It is so cute. The animation is phenomenal it is such a pretty show to watch and the story it's just it's 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 not it doesn't hurt you know it's it's very sweet and heartwarming and like it melts your heart and just nothing has happened yet where there's no like angst it's just a nice little romance that i will look forward to watching every week okay not something you're probably interested in you don't like the romances as much no and then I did finish my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. Another fantastic show. Cute little romance. Is that one over? No. Well, the first season's over. They haven't announced a second season, but I guess a lot of the times those types of animes don't get second seasons. But the manga's not over. Okay. And so I was looking to start reading the manga now. And buying the the volumes, but yeah. the volumes haven't been published in English here yet. So I had to find an app that publishes the chapters, and so now I'm paying for another goddamn manga app on what, my phone. What app? I don't remember. Manga something? Manga Plus? No. Manga Mo. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. It's an official app that works with the publishers, Okay. To put the chapters on there. The one thing I don't like, though, is that some of them you pay the $5 a month and you get some manga. But then there's other manga that you can buy coins and spend the coins oh, on that. the chapter you want to watch. And I'm like, I or watch, read. And I just, I don't want to do that. But fortunately, my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999 is a, if you pay the $5 a month, you can read all of it. So I'm going to probably do that because i'm in love with it and i want to keep reading it okay i'm seeing what manga they have to see if it's worth for me to get it they have attack on titan apparently you have to pay the coins that's pain they don't have a lot they they have though they have a lot oh i guess i have to download the app then yeah they have a lot it's just a lot of them are pay 
for each chapter. Like, they have Blue Lock on there, but you have to pay for every chapter that you want to read. Or some of them will have, like, maybe the first 16 chapters that you can just read, but then after that you have to pay. It's frustrating. Yeah, that's that's why, like, I just stick to the Shonen Jump app. And I do too, but I wanted to read this manga, and it's not on that app, and I wanted to semi-support the creator and not pirate the manga. Yeah, because I think it's this app that I have that also does this, like, weird ticket system. Yeah. Which app? This is K-Manga. Okay. Um, And I have Blue Lock, Heavenly Delusion, Vinland Saga, and Attack on Titan on there. Yeah. You can read, let's see, it lets me read up to, oh god, you can read a lot for free. The first 41 chapters for free. Okay. Um, But then they have free with this, like, ticket, which is, like, you get title tickets. Yeah. And it's like, okay, and you get, they, like, charge. So you get 23 tickets, or sorry, 23 hours per ticket, so about a chapter a day. Mm-hmm. You can only hold one ticket, and you get that chapter for three days. That's just exhausting. Okay. Yeah, it's not the greatest, but it was where I saw that I could read Heavenly Delusion, which we both loved, and Blue Lock, which we both loved. And then that's where I was going to read Vinland Saga, because Vinland Saga is not on Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. So. And then I showed you a TikTok this week that had a scene from... Mr. Villain's Day Off. Oh, it was so funny. It was funny. I fucking... I was like, maybe I should pick this show up. It's... As of right now, it's just a goofy little show. There's not... Like, there's no... There's the idea of, like, he's on Earth to destroy humankind. But there's no, like, super overarching plot. Yeah, not yet. I mean, they keep introducing... I mean, not yet, but they keep introducing characters and everything. There's the Rangers, which was funny because I watched this week's episode because it came out today, and they had, like, a whole, like, magical girl Sailor Moon reference where, like, the one ranger who's trying to defeat Mr. Villain, she was like, I want to be a magical girl. I don't want to be a ranger. It was funny. But the one thing I'm noticing is that with it, like, as he, like, continues to go through, like, the, the show and everything and learn more... He's not, like, a bad guy, so it's so funny, because it's, like, on his days off, he's just a normal dude. He's a nice guy, too. Like, he'll do all these nice things. Like, someone lost something, he turns it into, like, the police to be like, oh, here's the lost and found. Or he's very nice, and everyone's like, ooh, he's scary, because he's big and tall and dark. But at the end of the day, he's just a nice person. Yeah. I'm interested. Still obsessed with pandas. That's his whole his whole thing. <laughs> you saw more of his uh, apartment in this episode, and there was just panda everything everywhere. Okay. And it was just, it was so funny. And he has, like, boxes with that had, like, panda treats in it. He's like, I should get rid of these because they're empty. And then he's like, mm, I think I'll keep them. Just because yeah. he's staring at the pandas. And then he's like, I got some time to kill. He takes out his phone. He's watching panda videos on YouTube. I thought that was funny. Okay. We watched Buchigiri. Yes, we're fully caught up. Yeah. Uh, both of us are now. Because I think last week, I wasn't. Yeah, last week... You, you... had watched it, but yeah. I hadn't. Correct. I am now caught up. Yes. Very good show. Yep. And then we watched Solo Leveling. Oh boy, did it not do anything again this week. I liked it much. That I think this week was the first week where I watched it and went, okay, this is good. Like, it wasn't mind-blowing good, but it was a, okay, I'll watch next week's episode, because you're finally getting into, like, the story, I guess. Like, up until that point, it was kind of like a prologue, like, all right. Yeah. Here, here's the, this is how he got to this point, now he's at this point, and now he's starting to, like, show that he's, you know, he gained strength, but he's also gained, like, you know, intelligence and awareness, where he goes, hey, this person's about to fuck us over. Yeah, he he in, increases perception. Perception, enough. yeah. And so you're finally starting to get more of this action. Yep. It's still not mind-blowing, but it is picking up. It is getting better, I would probably have to say. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it's not like a, I'm going to write home to mom about this show because it's so good. Yeah. I pulled up the anime of the week. And solo leveling for on Annie Trends. Let me preface that. The top 10 anime for 
January 28th to February 4th, because I always like to look at that because sometimes a show flies under my radar and then it hits the top of the, the charts and I will go, oh, let me look at this like this. I don't know what this is, but it's called The Dangers in My Heart, but it's the second season. So, but it's been four weeks at number one. So I'm almost tempted to look into it yeah. and see what the hell it is. Uh, but solo leveling went up two spots. It was four. And now it's number now two. Now it's at number two. So people also thought <laughs> the episode was better. Yeah. Sign of Affections at five. Mashal's at six. And that's its second week sitting at six. Yeah. Which I'm kind of surprised because our... Yeah, because that would have been week for episode four. Because episode three is really good. Mm-hmm. The animation on it was really good. But that's all we're kind of watching that's on this top ten. Uh, I'm not watching Seventh Time Loop. The villainous the villainous enjoys and- a carefree life married to her worst enemy. <laughs> that just sounds wild. But... I will say, after watching my love story with Yamada-kun, A Sign of Affection, Cherry Magic. Oh my god, I didn't even mention Cherry Magic. I love it (laughs) so much. And now we have this, you know, I'm not going to entirely spoil what happened this week. But it was just like, I I sat and I'm watching this and I'm just like giggling and laughing to myself. And like screaming to myself because I love it so much. There's two other shows this week that we haven't talked about. I watched The Demon Prince of Momo Cheese House. You almost said it wrong again. I did almost say I always I keep on to say Momo 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 Ichi is what you always say. Yeah, but now I'm I'm finally saying Momochi cuz that's the actual name. Yeah. <laughs> that one was sad. That episode was sad. You know, you don't watch this show. No. Uh because but you're just like you're learning more about the Demon Prince. Yeah. Who's at the house. Um and his life before being at the house. And it was just kind of like sad, but heartwarming at the same time. Yeah. What else have I not? Uh, we haven't talked about Apothecary Diaries yet. Oh, Apothecary Diaries. Um, and then, oh, we did watch Sengoku Yoko. Yep, that's the other one. Yeah, we can talk about that real quick. I'm still on the fence about the show. It It hasn't fully appealed to me yet. It looks pretty, and like some of the character designs are pretty cool, mm-hmm. but like where the story's going and the characters themselves haven't really hooked me yet. I like it more than you do. Yeah. I like the the time period that it's kind of set in. I like the character designs, and I think it looks really nice. This last episode kind of explained some of the motive, and it's it, it set up the conflict within the show. Yeah, it set up the motive for two characters well yeah so it set up the motive but like i said it also set up the conflict yeah and so now you know where it's kind of probably going to be going is you're going to go down this path of he's gonna the one character has this thought process and this goal of his but is he going to be swayed into the other side he has this very big internal conflict going on yeah uh to like not spoil it yeah but like i said and and goal yeah that conflicts with his partner in the show's goal. Yeah. And so that's where you're kind of going to see where this heads. So I like it. I enjoy it. I'm going to keep watching it. Also keep watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, apothecary diaries. It good. Like always. Yeah. Um, we might've gotten some setup for some characters. Yeah. And like, a, a lot might fall into place here in the next six weeks we have left. Seven? We're, we're going on to episode 17, or do we just watch 17? So, we're five episodes into Core 2 out of 12. So, three. so we just watched 17. Yeah. So, we have seven episodes left? Yeah. Five to 12 is sometimes easier. Huh? Five going to 12 is sometimes easier. If there's 12 episodes in Core 2. There's 12 episodes in Core 2. Yeah. Me going, we just watched the fifth episode of Core 2. I know, I was trying to figure out how many we had left. Yeah, so go from 5 to 12, and then you didn't have to worry about 12 to 17. So, yeah. Yeah. So it set up the show? Yeah, it set up, like, the rest of, uh, basically, probably character backstories that are going to be super important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So I think that wraps up the episode for the week. Thank you all for listening and checking out this podcast. If you liked it, please follow, subscribe, leave comments, rate it, the likes. Where can people find you? Uh, People can find me everywhere but threads as Pimp of Games. Awesome. And everyone can find me in so many different places as Ashley Marsix. You can find me on Twitch where I try to stream about two to three times a week. You can find me on Twitter at AshleyMar6. You can find me on Instagram as A Dose of Ashley. And you can find me on YouTube as AshleyMar6. The podcast is also on YouTube at Sake and Sass Pod. I also upload some of my gaming content under Mar6 Gaming. I'm just kind of all over the place. So you can find the links in the episode description. And that's probably a bit easier than trying to figure all this jumbled mess out. Yeah, and even on TikTok. I am on TikTok. Not consistently on TikTok, but I do try to post a video every once in a while on TikTok. Thank y'all for listening. Have a great week, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye! Bye!